Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Lots to talk about today on The Blind Analysis. First, I want to get you guys ready for the Week 5 matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the New Orleans Saints. Then I want to talk about a few of the other matchups coming up in Week 5 in the NFL. Then I want to talk about the Mariners' final regular season series against the Detroit Tigers. And I want to get you guys ready for the AL wildcard series between the Seattle Mariners and the Toronto Blue Jays. That's going to be awesome. So we're going to get right into all of this with the Seahawks-Saints game. Lots of question marks surrounding the Saints offense coming into this game. Last week, Jameis Winston, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas all did not play in the Saints' loss to the Vikings. But if those guys are healthy and ready to go, this is going to be a very good test for the Seahawks defense. They are going to have to get after Jameis Winston. He is a very good quarterback who likes to throw the football deep. So if the Seahawks defense can get after him, force him to make some quick decisions quicker than he would like to. And, um, you know, if they can find a way to create turnovers, uh, that could lead to some good things for this Seahawks defense. So they have to get after Jameis Winston, make him uncomfortable. um, And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. Um, But, you know, you look at all these weapons on this Saints offense. um, They are very explosive offensively. They have a good running back in Alvin Kamara who can run the football well, catch passes out of the backfield. Um, And their wide receiving core is very impressive. Um, Michael Thomas, we know what he can do when he is healthy. Uh, Jarvis Landry is very good as well. Um, And uh, they also have Marquez Callaway and a very good young rookie wide receiver in Chris Olave, who is off to an outstanding start to his rookie season. So this Seahawks defense, especially that secondary, is going to have uh, their work cut out for them. Um, and uh, hopefully this defense can find a way to slow these guys down and make some big plays. Offensively, Geno Smith has done an incredible job, especially over these past couple of weeks. Um, Geno Smith with back-to-back games with over 300 total yards. Um, so, you know, we're expecting Geno Smith to continue to play well, but he's going to have his hands full. This Saints defense is very good, especially looking at um, their pass rushers. Uh, their pass rushers coming off the edges, uh, very good pass rushers for the Saints, um, especially uh, with their leader um, on their defense in Cam Jordan. Um, you know, so Geno Smith is going to have to be quick, uh, get the ball out of his hands quickly, um, but at the same time, find a way to connect with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and utilize his tight ends. Uh, Will Disley, um, Kobe Parkinson, and Noah Fant have all been very productive so far this season for Geno Smith. Hopefully that will continue. And a big matchup to keep an eye on. DK Metcalf lining up against Marshall Lattimore. That's going to be a fun matchup. Hopefully DK Metcalf will play well. Hopefully Tyler Lockett will play well. And hopefully Rashad Penny can run the football well. That could definitely open some things up in the passing game and make things very interesting in this game. So this matchup is going to be a lot of fun over in New Orleans against a very loud New Orleans Saints crowd. Um, So, you know, that's going to be a fun matchup. Good test for a young Seattle Seahawks team. How will they respond? We'll just have to wait and find out. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks-Saints matchup. Now I'll talk about a few of the other matchups here in week five of the NFL. Um, Big game on Thursday night football between the Broncos and the Colts. Two offenses trying to get back on track. They've been trending in the right direction as of late, but um, still struggling a little bit. And both offenses will be without key players. 
Jonathan Taylor out for the Colts, dealing with an ankle injury. And Javante Williams out for the remainder of the season for the Broncos with a torn ACL. So a speedy recovery to both of these guys, but a big loss for both offenses here uh, for this matchup. Um, But it's going to be a good matchup. Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan have really played against each other well over the years. So I do expect this to be another very good game. So we'll see what happens on Thursday Night Football. Other matchups to keep an eye on. Big matchup in London between the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers both playing good football. Both off to good starts with their teams with 3-1 and one records. Uh, but I'm looking at the defenses in this matchup. Both defenses have really played well. And, um, you know, I think this matchup is going to come down to which defense does a better job. And uh, we'll see if the Packers defense can find a way to slow down Saquon Barkley. They have struggled to stop the run this season. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Other matchups to keep an eye on. Buffalo Bills going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett named the starting quarterback for the Steelers in this matchup. Mike Tomlin hoping to provide a spark offensively for the Steelers. We'll see if Kenny Pickett can keep up with Josh Allen and this explosive Buffalo Bills offense. That should be another fun game. Um, and uh, um, the uh, Sunday night game between the Ravens and the Bengals, big AFC North division rival matchup. Uh, that should be a fun game. Lamar Jackson going up against Joe Burrow. Um, uh, Cowboys-Rams game, that should be a good one as well. Cowboys really playing well with Cooper Rush. And their defense is really playing well. Rams looking for a bounce-back performance after struggling against the 49ers. So we'll see if Matthew Stafford can get that offense going. And two very good defenses in this matchup as well. So that should be fun. Um, so that's just a few of the matchups um, off the top of my head here in Week 5. Uh, one more uh, Monday night matchup between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Patrick Mahomes going up against Derek Carr. Two very explosive offenses. So that should be a lot of fun. So that's my thoughts on everything in around the NFL for week five. Now to talk Mariners baseball. Big final regular season series for the Mariners against the Detroit Tigers. Game one, George Kirby on the mound for the Mariners going up against Brian Garcia. And um, right away, the Tigers get on the board first. Miguel Cabrera drives in a run with a base hit to give the Tigers an early one to nothing lead. Um, and then uh, after that, the Mariners answer back with a sacrifice fly by Eugenio Suarez. That ties the game up at 1-1. One to one. Uh, But then the Tigers jump back in front. Javier Baez hits a two-run home run to give the Tigers a 3-1 to one lead over the Mariners. Um, but then um, the Tigers add on one more run with an RBI base hit by Victor Reyes to extend their lead to 4-1. to one. But then the Mariners make things a little bit more interesting. Adam Frazier drives in a run with a base hit. That makes the score 4-2. to two. And welcome back, Julio Rodriguez. He has a good game with three hits and an RBI double. Um, that makes the score 4-3, to three, but the Mariners fall a little bit short in this game. Uh, they lose the game, final score of 4-3. to three, And a couple of big injury news for the Mariners as well in this game. Sam Haggerty, after stealing a base, he ends up having to leave the game with a groin injury. He gets placed on the IL. And Jesse Winker gets placed on the IL, dealing with a neck injury as well. Sam Haggerty and Jesse Winker will not be available for the AL wildcard series. But if the Mariners advance to the divisional round, maybe they could be back for the divisional round. Um, hoping and praying that they could be back. Um, 
but you know we'll see what happens. So tough news for the Mariners in Game One, but in Game Two the Mariners bounced back. Game Two was Game One of a doubleheader, and on the mound for the Mariners in that game, Chris Flexen going up against Eduardo Rodriguez, and uh, right away the Tigers get on the board first. Riley Green hits an RBI double to give the Tigers a one to nothing lead. Um, but then uh, here come the Mariners. Um, Kurt Casale hits a solo home run. His first home run as a Mariner and his fifth home run of the season. That ties the game up at 1-1. One to one. And then Mitch Hanniger puts the Mariners in front with a two-run home run. His 10th home run of the season. This gives the Mariners a 3-1 to one lead. Um, Chris Flexen pitches well. He pitches four innings. Then Matt Festa takes over coming out of the bullpen um, for the Mariners. He pitches a couple of scoreless innings. But then he runs into trouble in his third inning of relief. Um, he gives up a two-run home run to Spencer Torkelson. That ties the game up at 3-3. Three to three. And then after that, Victor Reyes puts the Tigers in front with a two-run home run to give the Tigers a 5-3 to three lead over the Mariners. But then here come the Mariners. Ty France drives in a run with a base hit. And Eugenio Suarez drives in a run with a base hit. That ties the game up at 5-5. Five to five. This game would eventually go into extra innings. And the Mariners trying to save their bullpen. They go with Luis Torrens pitching in the 10th inning. He gives up a sacrifice fly that scores the ghost runner for the Tigers um, on a sacrifice fly by Riley Green. That gives the Tigers a 6-5 to five lead. Um, <clears throat> but then here come the Mariners in the bottom of the 10th inning. Carlos Santana drives in the ghost runner with a base hit that ties the game up at 6-6. Six to six. And then Abraham, Abraham Toro gets the walk-off win for the Mariners with a sacrifice fly that drives in Carlos Santana, and the Mariners go on to win Game 2, final score of 7-6. to six. What a game. And then in Game 3, Game 2 of the doubleheader, Justice Sheffield gets called up and gets the start for the Mariners, going up against Will Vest, who was the opener, former Mariner, and uh, the opener for the Tigers in this game. Um, and right away, the Mariners get on the board first. Bases loaded for Dylan Moore. He gets hit by a pitch. That forces in a run to give the Mariners a one to nothing lead. Then the Tigers answer back with a sacrifice fly. That ties the game up at 1-1. One one. Um, then the Mariners jump back in front. Dylan Moore drives in a run with a base hit to give the Mariners a 2-1 lead. Then Abraham Toro adds on to the Mariners' lead with a two-run home run, his 10th home run of the season. This gives the Mariners a 4-1 lead over the Tigers. Uh, but then Tigers make things really interesting. Bases loaded. Justice Sheffield still on the mound. Cody Clemens at the plate for the Tigers. He hits a grand slam to give the Tigers a 5-4 to four lead over the Mariners. Uh, but the Mariners were not done yet. Um, then uh, the Mariners, uh, they get another run on an RBI base hit by Luis Terenz. That ties the game up at 5-5. Five to five. Um, And then uh, after that, um, the Mariners, uh, they jump back in front. Abraham Toro drives in a couple of runs uh, with a two-run single to give the Mariners a 7-5 to lead. Then Spencer Torkelson hits a home run for the Tigers. That makes the score 7-6, to but then the Mariners add on a couple of more runs. Dylan Moore, again with the bases loaded, gets hit by another pitch. That forces in another run to give the Mariners an 8-6 to lead. And then after that, Adam Frazier hits a sacrifice fly. To give the Mariners a 9-6 win uh, lead. And the Mariners 
hang on and win the game. Final score of 9-6. to six. Game 4. Another uh, really good game um, on the mound for the Mariners in this game um, was uh, Marco Gonzalez going up against Tyler Alexander. And uh, right away, the Mariners get on the board first. Julio Rodriguez hits a home run into the upper deck, his 28th home run of the season. This gives the Mariners a 1-0 lead. Then Mitch Hanniger adds on with a solo home run, his 11th home run of the season. This extends the Mariners' lead to 2-0. Then here come the Tigers, a two-run single by Jamir Candelario. That ties the game up at 2-2, two two. Um, um, and that second run comes in on a throwing error by Abraham Toro. Then uh, after that, um, uh, the Mariners, um, they uh, they jump back in front um, with um, a uh, two-run home run by uh, Luis Torrens. Um, that comes after uh, the Tigers um, get a couple of runs um, on a base hit by Javier Baez. Um, and then uh, that gave the Tigers a 3-2 to lead. Um, and then uh, the Tigers added on one more run. Um, and then uh, Luis Torrens ends up tying the game with a two-run home run. His third home run of the season that tied the game up at 4-4. Four to four. Um, and then Ty France in the bottom of the ninth inning walks it off with a walk-off base hit for the Mariners. Mariners go on to win the game. Final score of 5-4. to four, A big win for the Mariners as that gets them to 90 wins on the season. Mariners back-to-back seasons with 90 wins. So very impressive um, way for the Mariners to close out the regular season, winning 3 out of 4 against the Detroit Tigers. They now have a little bit of momentum to build on going into the playoffs, and this is going to be a very big wild card series um, for the Mariners going up against the Toronto Blue Jays. Big three-game series, so the team that wins two out of three will move on to the ALDS. Um, and um, looking at uh, the matchups for game one, Luis Castillo will be on the mound for the Mariners going up against Alec Manoa. That should be a very good pitching matchup. Um, and uh, you know, looking at these two teams, Mariners offensively have really been very productive. Uh, they lead the American League in home runs since August 1st. So I think their offense can go toe-to-toe with a very explosive Toronto Blue Jays offense. Um, you know, they can um, hit a lot of home runs as well. Um, so I think pitching is going to be very important in this series. That's going to be key. So hopefully the Mariners could pitch well. Um, their starting pitching and their bullpen have been very good all season long. Hopefully that will continue in this series over in Toronto. Um, And, uh, you know, we'll see if the Toronto Blue Jays pitching can keep up with the Mariners pitching. So, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting. Bullpen is going to be key in this series. Like I said, um, starting pitchers uh, normally don't pitch very deep in playoff games. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, hopefully the Mariners can play well and uh, move on to the American League Uh, division series so we'll see what happens but I gotta tell you guys I am very excited um the 21 year playoff drought is coming to an end it is now over and uh, I'm really looking forward to Mariners playing here in the playoffs um and uh, hopefully making a deep playoff run um so looking at a little bit more major league news um congratulations to Aaron Judge he reaches the 62 home run mark he is now the 
American League single season home run leader. So congratulations to Aaron Judge. And um, also the Philadelphia Phillies have clinched the final, the final um, MLB playoff spot. So looking at all of these matchups, um, the uh, um, the AL wildcard matchups, obviously Mariners versus Blue Jays, Guardians versus Rays. Um, and then over in the National League, you have the Phillies uh, going up against the Cardinals and the Mets going up against the Padres. Um, and the teams with the buys in the first round, um, Yankees and Astros for the American League, Dodgers and Braves for the National League. So this is going to be a very exciting MLB playoff, um, MLB postseason. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. So that's my thoughts on everything. Um, now I just want to leave you guys with a quick Bible verse before I go. Um, just a little reminder of the unconditional love that God has for you and for me and for each and every single one of us. Uh, the Bible says in Psalms chapter 57, your faithfulness, um, oh no, it says your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness stretches to the skies. Um, this is an incredible reminder of how much God loves for us. His love reaches to the heavens and God is always faithful. His faithfulness stretches to the skies. We can never truly fathom how much God loves us. Um, you know, God loves you more than anybody here on this earth could ever love you. And God sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for the gift, for the forgiveness of all of our sins. Um, so that all humanity can be saved. God raised Jesus from the dead so that all who believe in him will be saved. So that's just an incredible reminder of how much God loves you. He sent his only son to die on the cross for you. Um, so I just want to leave you guys with that. Thank you guys for listening. Always remember that God is love. God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and uh, God bless you guys. Um, and um, Go Mariners, let's make a deep playoff run, hopefully win a World Series, and go Hawks, let's get a big win over the Saints this week. Um, so again, thank you guys for listening, see you guys next time, um, and uh, God bless.